It is 11.06, and welcome to the First Day Show on 93 WIBC. I was just looking, Kylan. I just want to mention this quickly. The North Split construction, for those of you that are coming downtown, has shifted traffic on Interstate 70 to that new ramp. Drivers on I-70 west toward I-65 now traveling across the median and onto the new flyover bridge, and then traffic heading west on 70 to downtown. You'll stay in the far right lane so you can get to the Michigan Street exit ramp. Uh, of course, all of that will be uh, much more of a challenge to navigate in rush hour traffic tomorrow so morning. Nasty. So be sure to be tuning in bright and early tomorrow morning to listen to Matt Bear. Uh, big Colts game today, 1 o'clock kickoff at Lucas Oil Stadium. Iron Man, Thor, Captain America, Spider-Man all in attendance. <laughs> Kylan's going to <laughs> have a conversation with Ted Green in just a little bit about his film featured this year at Heartland Film Festival. But first, you've seen the images of the devastation that Hurricane Ian has left behind in Florida. Well, IMPD Motorcycle Drill Team has partnered with the People Helping People Network, peoplehelpingpeople.org. Here's Jeff Cardwell. Hey, Jeff, first of all, tell us about People Helping People, the People Helping People Network, before we talk about what you can do to help the people in Florida. Well, the People Helping People Network has been here in central Indiana since uh, 2000, and we have people from all over central Indiana, really all over the country, that's been participating and helping us with natural disasters and really just reaching out and helping people. We've built a lot of homes right here in central Indiana. The miracle on St. Paul Street in 2010, uh, we redeveloped the entire community there. We had more than 500 volunteers that come out and and restored that entire area. But we continue to do that. We did this uh, years ago uh, with Hurricane Katrina. Now people need our help in Florida, and we're going to be there to help them. You're partnering with IMPD. IMPD, the Indianapolis Motorcycle Drill Team. Uh, everybody knows them from the Indy 500 and all the work that they do with the elementary schools. And uh, they go out to all types of charity events, but they're a great group of people. And um, I've been involved with them for more than 25 years. And uh, they called me this morning and said, hey, we want to help. What can we do? And uh, so we're loading up trucks now to send down relief supplies down to Fort Myers area, Inglewood. Any one of the affected areas in Florida, we're going to be there sending help to help them now. So if people want to get involved and they want to help, they can go to phpnetwork.org. They can make a donation rate online that will help us with the supplies to fill the truck. Or if they want to drop off supplies and water is what we're needing the most right now. And if they want to drop that off, they can here at our store at Cardwell Do It Best Home Center, 3205 Madison Avenue. How long can they continue to donate? Do you have any idea, timeline yet? No, we're going to continue to help as long as they need it. So it's going to be weeks, I'm sure. So we'll we'll be doing this for some time now. But uh, we want to do everything we can to reach out and help. And and, uh, if people want to do it, they can call us. They can call the store here and they can ask for me. My name is Jeff Cardwell. And uh, I'd be glad to talk to them. But we want to do our part and, and give back and help, especially the Americans that's in their greatest need right now. Yeah. They, they need us all. Yeah. As we've mentioned time and time again, Fort Myers is like a second home to so many. So all of you that, that do such good work, the Red Cross, the Salvation Army, everybody They're that's down great. there, the linesmen that have left from Indianapolis, exactly. from Duke and AES that are down there with the 44,000 crews that are, are trying to restore power. And, um, you know, we have a lot of Hoosiers that are helping. And the People Helping People Network is one of them. So we are grateful. We're grateful to you yeah. because we know if, if we need you here in central Indiana, you're going to be here for us. 
access to. Yeah, well, thanks. But people can go online, phpnetwork.org. You can find out all the different projects and different things that we're helping with. Uh, but this is one that we can all, if all of us do a little bit, we can help these people get back on their feet and do it quickly. PHPnetwork.org for more information. 3205 Madison Avenue is where you'll find Cardwell Do It Best. That's where, if you can, drop off drop off water, supplies, and uh, they will be headed down midweek. And we will continue to check in with them and the good work that they're doing. Thanks to everybody in advance for all that you're doing for the folks in Florida. Uh, coming up, Kylan's got a conversation with Heartland Film Festival's uh, film, which is called the best we've got the Carl Erskine story with Ted Green. How about that? That's next on 93 WIBC. Feeling blessed, never stressed. Got the sunshine on my Sunday bedness. 93 WIBC, first day with Terry Stacy. I'm Kylan Talley. The Heartland International Film Fest 2022 kicks off this week on October 6th. Runs till the 16th. There's virtual and in-person screenings. Go to heartlandfilm.org for all of that information. But right now, we're joined by the director and filmmaker Ted Green. He's directing the Carl Erskine story, The Best We've Got. Thank you so much, Ted, for taking time out of your day just to be here with us and talk about the legend Carl Erskine. Thank you so much. I really appreciate uh, the interest in the program. Carl Erskine, the former Major League Baseball player, has been a household name for a lot of people in Indiana, especially because he was from Anderson, Indiana. But for you, you did the story over Carl Erskine. What is this film about? Yeah, I mean, Carl, uh, Carl's packed a lot into his 95 years, I can tell you. Um, you know, he's best known for being a baseball player on the Brooklyn Dodgers in the 1940s and 50s. That's a team made famous by Jackie Robinson. It's also one of the greatest teams ever, and Carl was uh, just an incredibly accomplished player. He was a pitcher. He pitched two no-hitters. He set a World Series strikeout record. He played in five World Series overall and, and you know, against some of the legendary players like Mickey Mantle and Willie Mays, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but that's not at all why I'm doing this film. Um, uh, the greater mark, the far greater mark that Carl made in his life um, was off the field, uh, particularly in the areas of diversity, alongside his child best friend in Anderson, and then with Jackie Robinson. Carl was his biggest supporter on that team, and, and Jackie acknowledged that. Um, but then even more so in the area of inclusion with all the work Carl and his wife Betty did with their son Jimmy, who had Down syndrome. Um, that Indiana has gone from being one of the very worst states in the union, maybe the worst in terms of the acceptance of and, and treatment of uh, intellectual disability, mm-hmm. now 120-ish years later, right near the very top. Uh, and everybody going all the way back from Special Olympics Indiana, from the Ark of Indiana, they say that while that turnaround took a village, it was primarily because of one guy, number 17, Carl Erskine. That's why I'm doing this film. There are obviously many, many different aspects of Carl's life that you could have filmed this story over. Why did you choose this path specifically? Uh, well, it's actually kind of a funny story. Um, this was, yeah, I've, I've been working on the project for two years ago, but its origin was about nine years ago when I first started wow. uh, the documentary project on Bobby Slick Leonard. And so I drove up to his house, and, you know, I didn't know him all that well. I came to know him really well. but So I was nervous, and, and he was very skeptical about this. He wasn't sure he wanted a film to be done on him. And so the first thing he says to me when I get there, he looks at me hard, and he says, 
boy, you're doing a film on the wrong guy. Great start, Ted. Way to go. <laughs> the guy you want is up in Anderson, name of Carl Erskine. I like to do stories that celebrate the triumph of the human spirit. But then I thought about what Slick said, and I actually reached out to Jim Morris here in Indianapolis. He's you know one of the most influential guys in the state. He's nice enough to advise me from time to time, and I just wanted to ask him if he thought it was a good idea. And I swear, before I even got the full name Erskine out of my mouth, he said, there is not a finer man alive than Carl Erskine. So uh, driven by that, Jim was nice enough to introduce me to him. And I will say what I have learned over the last two years of telling Carl's story has been the greatest education of my life. Carl is just that guy, and he can teach us so much through grace and through humility and through servant leadership who spent his life lifting others up. I think it's time to celebrate him. What would you say is one of the biggest things that you learned after all of this time with Carl and doing the story over him? Um, actually, I think what kind of captures him most are the, the words that are etched onto his old teammate's Jackie Robinson's tombstone. And that is, a life is not important except in the impact it has on other lives. It's a beautiful saying, and I think that is just Carl to his core. Um, and, you know, it's one thing to sort of think about that, but and it almost sounds a little trite, but you see it in action. And I've been able to, to research Again, how bad, not just Indiana, but the whole country was in terms of the treatment of people with intellectual disability. And then to see how far it's come and to know this man's impact and how much time he put into that alongside his wife, Betty. And I'll tell you this. Everybody I called for an interview or any help at all had the same three words. Anything for Carl. That should say a lot, said a lot to me. And, you know, I'm hoping his story is uh, is meaning a lot to everybody who sees it. You're listening to The First Day with Terry Stacy on 93 WIBC. We're joined by filmmaker Ted Green, the director of The Best We've Got, The Carl Erskine Story, which is being screened at the Heartland Film Festival. Ted, I know you've done a lot of documentary work in the past. Were there any struggles that you found with directing this specific film in comparison to the others? Uh, yes, this actually was the hardest one that I've done. This is my eighth oh. film and the most difficult one for several reasons. You know, An obvious one was COVID. That made, among other things, interviews very difficult. We had to do a lot of them outside, which can be problematic in terms of sound and, and, and all sorts of other reasons. But also, Carl, you know, he's 95 now, so he was 93-ish when I when I started it. And, you know, he's just he's sort of beyond the time when he can go out and about. I would have loved to take Carl to Brooklyn. I would have loved to take him out to L.A. or just, you know, around the state to these sort of important places of his life. But, but he's not able to do that anymore. So that was a little bit limiting there. On the other hand, his whole story is Anderson, Indiana. And so really that's where the bulk of it was told. We took him out all over his hometown along with his wife, and and we have some beautiful footage of them. It was just a difficult time to produce a documentary, but I will say I am so blessed in the partners that I have, uh, the Indiana Historical Society, they are the co-producer of this. And, and you know, that's a pretty neat co-producer to have. Mm-hmm. Um, Special Olympics Indiana, and maybe we'll get into this later, but Special Olympics Indiana is they have created an attendant education program to the documentary called um, EPIC, the Erskine Personal Impact Curriculum. 
and this is going statewide. We're offering free materials to every single school in Indiana, and we have already taken orders for more than 300 uh, for more than 70,000 um, age-appropriate books that we've created. So the EPIC program, we hope will probably be, we hope to be the, the, the real legacy of this project. You know, people might watch a, fil- a film, you know, two or three times, but the idea that students um, 15, 50 years from now will be learning about Carl and his values and his messaging, you know, in Indiana classrooms, that's, that's powerful. And, and that is all about Special Olympics Indiana, and I just I couldn't be more grateful to them. And with that, I mean, not only do they create this education program, but they are hosting screenings throughout the state. People walk out of that film, and they, they come to me, and they say, that man was just incredible. I'm like, yeah, he still is. And I'm so thankful that you are helping share his story. Is there anything that people can do to help support the EPIC program? Well, yes. I mean, we are looking for people to reach out to their kids' school system. Uh, we're looking for educators. I mean, we're, we, we already have a lot signed up, and, the, and it's really the momentum is building. But there is a specific website to it. And actually, the, the, the website of the whole project is where you can find all this stuff, and that's carlerskinfilm.com. CarlErskineFilm.com. On there, there's the trailer, there's a screening schedule, there's the cast, but there's also a link that'll take you right to the Epic program and, and, and what it's all about and how to sign up. So that's something that we are we're really excited about and, and we're really pushing. And uh, we would just love it if you know if people are so motivated to uh, again get these kind of values um, in their kids' schools. Is there anything people should know ahead of time before they go to the screenings? Actually, one of them is already sold out. The one we're really trying to push is October 8th. October 8th at uh, Newfields, the Toby Theater, starting at 3 p.m. And you can find the tickets there, on, again, on com or on heartlandfilm.org. And, you know, Heartland, this is a festival that is just, it's growing and growing. And they have great people there. They showcase not just the best of Indiana's work, but they have a lot of things that go on to win Academy Awards and whatnot. So I hope people really appreciate the gem that we have here in Indianapolis with Heartland Film. But I do think, I really do, uh, that, that Indiana has some, some uniquely uplifting stories. And, you know, I haven't lived here my whole life. I've lived here for the last 20 years. But, but it's just amazing how many, how many great folks around the state have accomplished so much with humility, with decency, sort of that old-fashioned Hoosier way. Uh, I wouldn't have believed it until I moved here and experienced it for the last 20 years. But this is a, this is a beautiful state to be a storyteller in. I mean, you find great stories here that have national, even international appeal. And it's, you know, I feel beyond blessed that my role is to to sort of celebrate some of these people. Did any of that appreciation specifically come from making this film? Yes, I I would say so. I mean, I think uh, it's hard for me to put into words. That's why I would really encourage, among other reasons, I'd really encourage people to try to check out the film if they can. Because it see, here's what I think. I think, you know, there are a lot of heroes out there. And I'm kind of stealing some words here from Mitch Daniels, former governor, who gave Carl the Sachin Award, the, the highest honor in the state. Think about Carl. His heroism is the best kind because it is an attainable heroism. You know, you don't need to have a, a gazillion dollars. You don't need to be able to mm-hmm. dunk a basketball or, or memorize the Constitution. 
to be able to make a huge difference in your neighborhood, in your community, in your hometown, and beyond. You know, so many things he did were just little drops in the bucket. Okay, we raised $5,000 selling Tootsie Rolls for Madison County Special Olympics. But those drops in the bucket, man, they add up over the course of 50, 60, 70 years. And and I think that's what Carl shows. I'll, I'll share a quote. This is from my uh, narrator. His name's Charlie Steiner. Um, people uh, with sports background can probably know who he is. He's a, right now the radio broadcaster for the Los Angeles Dodgers. Well, when he saw the film uh, for the first time, he messaged me right away, and he said, you know what? What this film shows is that maybe, just maybe, kindness and decency can win after all. Mm. I hope so. I hope so. And uh, there's not a better couple to teach that than Carl and Betty Erskine. The best we've got, the Carl Erskine story. www.carlerskinefilm.com is where you can see the behind the scene photos, the trailer, the screening times, all of that, and even more information. And Ted, thank you so much for taking time out of your Sunday to be here with us. Hey, I really appreciate it. I'll I'll do anything to spread the word about that family. I think we all can benefit from their story. We really can. Guys, mark your calendars for October 8th screening of the film at the Toby Theater in Newfields. Or else, if you can't make that one, there is the Saturday, October 15th one at 715 at the Glendale Landmark Theater. Or you can just go to heartlandfilm.org, watch it virtually, get your tickets, find all the information about other films, everything for this year's festival. What a wonderful story. He's a great, and he's a great cast. Um, Ted Green is such an awesome documentarian, and uh, mm-hmm. I talked to him last time we spoke. It was with Eva Corp, the conversation he had about the Eva Corp film he did. He's just an amazing individual. Great conversation you had with him. If you go to the October 8th screening of it at Newfields, there is going to be a Q&A with him afterwards. With Ted. Mm-hmm. Great. I mean, really he's good. just as he is on, I mean, that's just who he is. He loves to share great stories. Mm-hmm. Magnificent storyteller. And Carl Erskine, a great subject. I met Carl uh, a few times at some different awards banquets. Oh. He, uh, the, uh, with all he's accomplished, it's always been what has amazed me most is about his relationship with his son. And uh, I think you heard that story and you'll see more about that in the film. But he also always has his harmonica <laughs> in his pocket. And he'll play for you at the drop of a, a drop of a hat. He's glad to play, and he's a, he's fantastic on the harmonica. In fact, let's let Carl Erskine take us to uh, out here to, of the break uh, with "Back Home Again" in Indiana. It's eleven twenty nine. Good morning, Central Indiana. This is the first day, the WIBC Sunday Magazine Show at 1136 on a beautiful Sunday morning from our studios on Monument Circle. I'm Terry Stacy, along with Kyle and Tally. We're going to get crafty, at least if Love you're going it. to the Pinners Conference. That is coming to the Indiana State Fairgrounds this weekend, October 7th and 8th. It's so fun. Oh, and it, even- I mean, it really is. I went last year and I loved it. I have never been, never really heard of it, so I'm kind of intrigued by the whole thing. And to kind of go through just the details of Pinner's Conference, we have the co-founder and president of Pinner's Conference, Roxanne Bennett, who's actually, she's calling from the Dallas Pinner's Conference right now, this very moment. Roxanne, thank you so much for taking time to join us today. 
Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be headed over to Indiana. It's going to be incredible. I'm so excited for it. Can you help describe what we're so excited for with this Pinners Conference? Yes, yes. It's a little complicated, and I know people always have questions, but what Pinners Conference is, is basically where Pinterest comes to life. Over the course of two days, we're going to have 108 classes taught on popular Pinterest trends. And in addition to that, we're going to have a full creative shopping floor where you can buy the latest and greatest from these really fun creators that maybe you're flipping through your Instagram and you're seeing these fun shops and you wonder, you know, is that really something that I would love? Will you get to shop these amazing local creators, you know, all in one location, which is incredible. So much fun. What helped you come up with this event? Well, you know, the funny thing is we actually were doing events and we were trying to figure out where there was a missing link, where there was something that was actually missing. And we felt like it was this whole inspiration piece. You could go to a conference if you were a business owner or an employee um, specific to your industry maybe, or you could go to a shopping event where you could just come and buy things. But there was nothing where you could actually go and learn and have this whole engaging experience that was for the consumer, who's the biggest buying power out there. So we wanted to really have a way where, like, the trendy soccer mom could come out, have this experience with the cool influencers and people she's following online, learn hands-on, face-to-face with that creator, and walk away feeling empowered because she actually made something. And instead of going to Joann's or Michael's and, you know, going home and having this whole craft room full of things that you never, ever do, this gives you the opportunity to come and do something that you've always wanted to try without all the extra stuff and have the experts sitting there with you teaching you how to do it. It's incredible. Every year there's something cool and new and trendy and fun that people want to try that they haven't ever done before. One of the things that I think is so, so empowering and cool that we're bringing to Indianapolis is tools that are made for us to use in our home for our little home projects that we always want. Sometimes you think of a tool, a power tool, as like, okay, I'm going to get a skill saw and hopefully not cut off my hand. I don't know if you felt (laughs) this way, but I'm like, oh, my gosh. But we have this opportunity to try some basic tools that we think maybe might be out of our league. But then when you try it, you realize, oh, my gosh, this is so easy to use. Mm -hmm. Um, So many opportunities. Another thing that I think is super popular and trendy and kind of new is this whole idea of UV resin. How can I use resin? Mm -hmm. People are really into it. There's all sorts of projects out on the Internet about resin. But it seems like it takes a long time to dry. Is there other alternatives? How do I use it? What can I make? Or maybe it's you're like me and you just want to go sit in the kitchen and watch somebody cook. That's what I would love to do. Oh, let me see how you did that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, there's something for everyone. And I love watching people walk out of this class making something completely new that they've never tried before. And Mm -hmm. you should see the smiles on people's faces. They're like, oh, my gosh, this turned out better than I even could have possibly imagined. I just did that. Yes. And like, oh, my gosh, I did that and I could do so much more. I can even do more than I thought I could. We're talking with Roxanne Bennett, the co-founder and president of Pinners Conference. Roxanne, you're calling from the Dallas Pinners Conference right now. How has that gone so far? 
You know, Dallas is what was our second event that we, I, I'm from Salt Lake and we started there. Okay. And Dallas was our first event that we took out of state. And I remember okay. the first time coming here being so nervous because we hadn't sold any tickets and we were so nervous and we didn't know what we were doing and, you know, how to travel and all the things and how people totally loved it so much and came out and supported. And I remember standing in the lobby and just crying because I was just so excited. Aww. Like people were excited about this thing and it was gonna bless so many people. And that's how I feel every time we go someplace new. You know, let us do things that are gonna help bless these people and inspire them and do things that they might never have done before and just meet somebody that might change their life. You're inspiring creativity and we need so much more of that in this world. One of my final questions, what's your favorite craft that you've ever done before through all of these different events across the years? Um, okay, so one time, this is so funny. I have, I hardly ever take any of the classes because I'm running around, what? I'm doing all of these things uh, and I have I just yeah, way too much to do. <laughs> and one of the classes that they were offering was this game called Washers. I don't know if any of you have played this. Yeah. You can play it um, at a tailgate party or whatever. And so I decided that I wanted to make some, you know, for my boys for Father's Day kind of idea. It was just so fun because I sat in this class and I totally botched up my projects over and over, but the teacher came and helped me, which was incredible, and really have this fun, engaging experience, just like everybody else, mm -hmm. and walk away with a project that I knew my people were gonna love, and right. they did. Mm -hmm. And everyone has a washers game. Now I don't have to carry mine all around. <laughs> Where can people go to get tickets and find more information? Yes, go to pinnersconference.com. Um, click on Indiana. You'll be able to get all the ticket information there. Oh, one thing we're adding this year, I forgot to tell you, we're adding on Friday night a girls' night out <gasps> ticket. It's from 4 to 8. Okay. And you're going to get a little mini swag bag. You get to try one class. You are going to get in your swag bag, I think the tickets are $18. Your swag bag value, some of the things in there are like over $30 worth of stuff. Wow. So, I mean, it's totally worth it. It's such a good value ticket. And it will kind of give you a flavor of what Pinners is all about because you get to try a class. But this is a pre-purchase ticket only. So mm -hmm. make sure to go online and purchase that at PinnersConference.com. I would suggest if you want to take classes, buy your ticket ahead, go on, pick your class schedule, and then you'll yeah. be all set to go when you arrive. Yay! Oh, that's so much fun. Oh, thank you so much, it's, Roxanne. It's so great. Thank you. Thank you again for having me. You heard it right here, pinnersconference.com for your tickets. Again, October 7th and 8th, that's Friday and Saturday this week, to go and get some crafts. You'll love it. You'll have a great time. I promise you that much. Uh, all right, coming up, we're going to check in with the Blue Crew. They're tailgating in their ambulance. We'll do Tailgate that next. Town. As we continue on the first day, 93 WIBC. Who is that, Kylan? These kids are so cute. They're the Faber boys. <laughs> that are much older now, I understand, right? So old. They were, they made these songs back in, I think, 2016. <laughs> They're so cute, though. 
Love Go Colts! Welcome back to the first day. Terry, Stacy, Kylan, Tally, and Kylan, it is a beautiful day for tailgating before the Colts-Titans game. One o'clock kickoff. Let's end the show on a good note. Let's talk to our new friend, Marcy Schwegman, a member of the Blue Crew. Hello, Marcy. Hello. How's everybody doing? Oh, my God. It's an amazing day. It's so nice out here. Yeah. 62 degrees, sunny skies, worst weather you've ever tailgated in, Marcy. Oh, my God. Um, (laughs) About 15 years ago, we played the Patriots on a Monday night, (laughs) and it was snowing, wet snow. And my dad goes, we'll just have a fire pit, and it'll be fine. And we froze our butts off. People's mittens got, like, burnt in the fire pit that we have and then we walked into the stadium and we smelled like a campfire that's important <laughs> the mittens got burned wow yeah, that's they were, they were trying to get warm it sounds miserable it sounds yeah. mem- miserable yeah. but you bleed blue don't you marcy we certainly do how how many members are in the blue crew i didn't ask you that last time how many how many um, strong I think about 300. We just did the Blue Crew Bar Crawl last night, which you do every year, and about 120 members actually came. (laughs) So, yeah, it's been been a fun couple of days. (laughs) So, Marcy, to be a member of the Blue Crew, I mean, it really isn't just about tailgating on a Sunday. There's a lot more to it, right? I mean, this has really been good for you. Yeah, they actually do some charity work and stuff, too, and we always try to give back to the community, and they work with the Colts on a few things, so it's kind of amazing. Yeah, it is. You're, are you, did you, is the ambulance with you? The ambul- I have my ambulance here, yes, every time. Okay, your ambulance <laughs> is with you. And tell everybody where you are. Where is your location? Where do you tailgate? We, we are literally right in front of the stadium. If you see the Peyton Manis statue, turn around, and that's the Blue Crew lot. <laughs> And she told me here the windows open, the roof is open. It's gorgeous. You know, that's people sometimes hear in the radio business. They say, oh, tell them the roof is open. Tell them the roof is closed. They care. We do care. Right. We do care if that window is open or closed. I think it's lucky. I think it's lucky. What do you think? I I think it's lucky. I mean, it worked for us last week. So. Right. Boom. Right. Week number four already. Are you feeling optimistic about the game? We are. From, from last week, we are a lot uh, more optimistic than we were coming into the previous week. So, Yeah, yeah. Okay, is there a Colt player that you'd like to come over to the house after the game for pizza? Ooh, oh, I don't know. Oh, Do maybe um, the Taylor guy. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. He's okay. a badass. It's, is oh. there, <laughs> you're fine. Listen, so it's Marvel Day today at the Colts oh, game. It was. Yeah. It was. They walked by earlier right before the drum thing came and I was like, well they gave out koozies um with the Marvel stuff on and we're like, oh what's that? And then all of a sudden like Thor walked through and Iron Man and then the <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that's what well I was gonna ask you, you know, Iron Man's gonna be their Spider Man. Which one would you like to have your picture with today of the of the Marvel characters? Who who do you want to get your picture with? Is it Iron I Man? Oh I think Thor. He's hot. Oh, Thor. I didn't know Thor was there. Is Thor there today? <laughs> That's yeah, big. Thor was here. 
<laughs> okay. All right. So you feel good about the game. Kylan, do you have any questions for our friend Marcy? You did say that you like to just open the tailgate town for everybody, even yeah. if they're the team you're playing against. Have you made any friends with the other teams yet? Oh, that's a good point. Any Titans fans? I've made friends with other uh, like T- the opponents? Yeah, Titans fans. Have you Titans met? Fans? Yeah. There's actually only a few Titans fans here. There's not that many. Um, but yeah, and we have actually uh, friends that live in Cincinnati that are Bengals fans that come up for the game and feel. I mean, we we yeah. welcome everyone. Yeah. I know you do. We we're very happy to just. <laughs> You know. I know. I mean, I wouldn't give him a little crap, but yeah. <laughs> Marcy Schwegman is with us. She's our new friend. She's a member of the uh, Colts Blue Crew. She's been a member for decades now, a Colts fan for oh, yeah. decades, I should say. Uh, all right. And then what's your food of choice today? What are you having? Oh, we have, well, so <laughs> this is so funny. Uh, our friend brought taco stuff, and I was making meatballs, and so we came home last night and I after the bar crawl and I was like oh I need to make the meatballs and I completely forgot I woke up at 5 30 in the morning I was like oh I need to make the meatballs and I ran downstairs and there were already meatballs in the thing and I was like oh I'm amazing but my husband but my husband did it <laughs> I think you're so fun I think you're a lot of fun are you Marcy do people think you're a lot of fun are you a popular oh, girl yeah. with the blue okay oh, yeah right. I'm very social yeah, yeah. we yeah yeah, my, yeah I was just telling people last night that we had the bar crawl and my husband and I barely talked all night because he actually talked to people <laughs> so I didn't have to entertain him so it was an amazing night all right uh, is your gang together right there are they close by now I walked over because I so I could hear you. Oh, because they're loud. I understand. Yeah. Okay. All right. Listen. Any last words for Colts fans? Hey, cheer loud and go, go horse. <laughs> Marcy, have a great time. Thank you. You too. Okay. We'll see you later. There she goes, Marcy Schwegman. I think Marcy, bless her heart. I think she's had a long couple of days. It's sure after the like bar, bar crawl last night with all the Colts Blue Crew, yeah. 150 or whatever she said. I'm sorry, Terry, wow. but I'm kind of wondering why I'm right here. <laughs> I need to go she, be with Marcy. You know, she's fun. Marcy is fun. Anybody would want to be with Marcy. All right, before we go now, guys, I just want to mention again a couple ways. I know we're all having a great time, and it's a beautiful day here in central Indiana, but I can't help it. I can't. I keep thinking about our friends in Florida. So the People Helping People Network, again, that is at... Our our friends, Jeff Cardwell, and those with People Helping People, if you can drop off anything, if it's water, if it's cash, if it's supplies of some sort, some sort, the IMPD uh, motorcycle drill team will be headed down along with People Helping People on Wednesday or Thursday of this week, depending on how fast they can get uh, everything filled up and ready to go. 3205 Madison Avenue is where you want to take that stuff, uh, okay, to the Cardwell Do It Best Center, or you can certainly go online to P hpnetwork.org you can do that our friends at the red cross uh, redcross.org slash donate is another opportunity for you and what else did i want to mention kylan can you think i've personally felt a little bit anxious and stressful with all of this timing can i share just a positive inspirational tiktok okay a wise man once said if you're angry it's because you're living in the past And if you're fearful, it's because you're living in the future. But when you're at peace, that's when you know that you're living in the present. 
And that is where life starts to make sense. There you go. It's Uh, 11.56. Thanks for joining us here today on the First Day Show. We'll be back next week, bright and early, starting at 10 a.m. And uh, you'll also find us at the Home and Garden Show, too. We'll be there with them. And Kylan? I will say start checking out the WIBC.com page for shows if you've missed anything. Good. We're podcasting now, and we're going to keep trying to work that up. And then we'll let you know when social media becomes a thing, because we need that. Thank you, Kylan. (laughs) Kylan's taking good care of us here on the first day. Thank you all so much. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, and uh, go Colts. It is 1156. The news is next. 93 WIBC.